Blog Talk Radio. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, welcome back to Rowdy Maglite Show on a Monday. And helping me down here on pit row is going to be my Chi-Town duo, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. Welcome back, guys. It's Monday night. And you're hey, right. Rowdy. How you doing? Glad to be here. Well, Mark, kind of a yeah, quiet Mark. weekend. Kind of a quiet weekend for y'all this week. Well, it was for me. It was for Jeff. Jeff was out of town regardless of that he wasn't at a race, and he was on the run for a couple of days. So uh, we talked earlier. He had a good weekend. He had, was with the family, and uh, you got to do that also. So uh, it was Father's Weekend down at his uh, uh, daughter's university, so they went down for the day, couple days and had a family adventure, and uh, that's good. Jeff enjoyed your pictures from basketball to football. You was you was you was there, wasn't you? I was, Roddy. I was. Uh, good time with the family, part of the family. Well, did they win both at basketball and football? They won the basketball. They didn't win the football. They're rebuilding. They're rebuilding. Well. Can't win a mile. My team won a big one by beating Georgia. Whoo, Rowdy, that was a big win. And uh, Don's team just did get the win. They they was in for the battle of their life. Made for a great game. Well, guys, hey, getting ready for the Snowball Derby. We got Tim Bryant on coming on here in a few minutes at uh, six ten. The 50th, 50th annual yeah. Snowball Derby. It's hard to believe, Rowdy, that they've run that many of them. And, and uh, there aren't too many races that have that history. Uh, Winchester, the Derby, the Rockford, the National Short Track Championship. Uh, maybe to a lesser extent, the All-American 400. But uh, the Derby is the granddaddy of them all. And... Uh, yeah, that's the one you want in your resume before you uh, you maybe move on. Or even after you move on, you want to come back and you still want to do it. Look, at we got two NASCAR champions entered this year. Kyle Busch from the Cup Series and uh, Johnny Sauter from the Truck Series. Uh, it doesn't get much better than that. It's going to be, hey, it's them uh, last chance races. It gets really, really some great racing. Well, Rowdy, you know, like we've said before, uh, there's no junk here. This is all first-class equipment, first-class drivers. Uh, we're talking thousands of seconds of making the race and not making the race. So uh, uh, 
there are 64 entries as of today that I that I know of, and uh, there's only 38 starting positions. So somebody's got to go home. A lot of people are going to go home. That's right, Jeff. Well, happens every year we're there, and uh, uh, I don't see it being too much different this year. Even you know, no matter what the entry list says. Well, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Looking forward to having Tim um, get us started for that. Yeah, Ronnie, it's uh, uh, it's less than uh, three weeks off, and, and the Derby time will be here. And actually, it starts Wednesday evening, uh, or actually Wednesday morning with the rigs parking, and then uh, they have a little setup time in tech, and then they run a uh, one of their uh, other divisions on Wednesday night now instead of Friday night. Uh, just just kind of spread the racing out a little bit. Uh, whenever they've made changes, they've always seemed to be for the better. So I, I think this is going to do the same thing for them. Well, at uh, 7.50 Eastern time, we got Christian Ekins calling in. And uh, Christian won the Snowball Derby last year. Isn't that right, Mark? Jeff? That is right, uh, Roddy. He did win. Uh Came up to the field and uh, got the win. And I'm pretty yeah. sure he'll, he's he's probably on the list to be there, isn't he, Mark? He is rowdy, as, as well as a few other uh, drivers that are familiar to our ARCA regulars. Uh, it's just a big pace, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's uh, if my wife gave me one racing week in the year, this would be it. No ifs, ands, or buts. You said it ever since I met you, Mark. That's exactly <laughs> what you you're standing firm on it. I'm getting old, repeating myself like that. I can't blame you. It's a great event. So, uh, you got to experience a little bit of it last year, and and uh, uh, now you know. So it's it's. It's hard to put in words. If you're a short track, it's Daytona, it's the Super Bowl, it's the World Series. It's all rolled into all into one. Uh, It's just big for these guys. It's big for us. Uh, We enjoy it. We get a lot of – it's the end of the year. There are no sanctioning bodies. The rules are all set. Either abide by them or you get booted out. We've seen it happen more than once. Uh, Yeah, no points are on the line. It's all out for the win. And – uh, it just makes for a really good race weekend. And, you know, the temperature's been pretty decent down here. I mean, we're finally get this coming week getting a little cold blast of air, but that don't last about three days. Well, I don't mind if it's a little cool as long as it stays dry for us at the track. That's right. That's right. Well, here's well, a little I, side note. All right. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, there was a, a pretty big race this past weekend down at New Smyrna Speedway in Florida. They ran their Governor's Cup weekend. A hundred laps uh, Saturday night for the Pro Lake models. 
and 200 laps Sunday afternoon for the super late models. Seven of the top ten finishers, including the top three or four, if I'm not mistaken, are all entered in the Derby. So it was a little bit of a prelim. Uh, it was a very good race from what I could get from the streaming and the pictures. I didn't get to see video of it yet, but uh, Ty Majewski won it. I think he's on a 60% winning percentage for the 2017 season. 60% of his races he's won. So uh, he's entered the Derby, and I have a feeling he's going to be one of the uh, top showers and, and uh, somebody that, uh, if you wanted to put money on, would be a good one. Thank you, Mark. Hey, listen, everyone, let's uh, bring on our first guest tonight. And uh, I'd like to welcome from Five Flags Speedway, getting us ready for the 50th uh, annual Snowball Derby, Tim Bryant. Welcome, Tim, to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, pleasure to be on with you. I guess you're uh, getting down to the wire now, isn't it, uh, Tim? <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's uh, it's almost turned into a year year round event for us in terms of preparation. But uh, uh, we always we always put it into high gear when the first of November uh, rolls around, and it seems like uh, you know we have fourteen, fifteen hour days instead of twenty four hour days. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know things are coming together, and uh, you know the uh, entry lists uh, are are looking really strong, and ticket sales are going pretty well. So uh, um, you know we're we're geared up. For a for a for a what we hope will be a spectacular 50th annual snowball derby uh, starting on November 29th, just a couple of short weeks away. I tell you, Tim, the last time we seen you, you was talking about this this event. I mean, you started before the race was even over. I, I guess it's been a pretty hectic and busy time trying to plan this being the 50th, wasn't it? Well, you know what, guys, uh, uh, people have been asking us for, gosh, the last four or five years, you know, what do you have in store for the 50th, knowing that it, uh, uh, you know, it, it needed to be a little extra special. And so, uh, you know, we've been kicking around some ideas, and, uh, you know, we, we know people have some expectations. And, and uh, you know, we, we're planning some special things, uh, you know, uh, but but at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're going to have uh, what, what – uh, as a continuation of what has been some great short track racing around the country. And, and Mark just alluded to, I had a, a good race yesterday. I, I wish I could have been at the Governor's Cup, but, uh, you know, we're, we're working seven days a week here at the track. But I, I kind of followed the race the best I could and uh, uh, via race monitor, and uh, uh, I think he was spot on. I think Ty Majeski has kind of placed himself, uh, I, you know, as, as, as one of the guys to beat. Uh, especially the fact that he outrun Bubba Pollard, the hottest driver in, in, in short track racing uh, in America, I think. So, uh, you know, those guys have, have kind of raised the bar. And, and uh, you know, and, and to my point, you know, what it, what it all boils down here uh, to uh, on Snowball Derby weekend is, is what will be a great race on Sunday afternoon. Hey, Mark, you're live with Tim Bryant. Hi, Tim. Uh, it's nice to hear somebody agreeing with you for a change. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think that was a good assessment. And by the way, uh, for folks that know the, the tradition and the history of the Snowball Derby and, and, and the actual race itself, uh, it's not always the fastest guy that prevails. 
uh, although Ty had an extremely fast car yesterday. He's such a smart racer. Uh, he's He's been close here many times before. And, uh, you know, uh, to some degree, uh, the 300-lap Snowball Derby Super Late Model event, uh, what will be December 3rd, is, is a bit of an endurance test. And, I mean, you know, especially with the pit stops uh, thrown into it, you got you, you got guys that have to literally come through the field two and three times and a guy that knows how to uh, be easy on his equipment and, and know where and when to make the passes and who to make them on at certain points of the, of, of the race uh, on certain points of the track. Those are the guys that will be at the front at the end, and I think Ty is one of those guys. I think Snowball Derby throws a unique uh, monkey wrench, so to speak, at the short track drivers, Tim, and, and the teams because you have to analyze pit stop. And these guys usually run 100, 125 laps for the majority of the season and the bigger races at the end of the year. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that throws a little cake the works, I think. And, and uh, I think the team with the best pit stop that you have a chance of winning that race. Well, you know, uh, and since how you brought that up, let me let me kind of uh, elaborate on that a little bit. You know, we, we well, I, I I will tell you what we don't like at this level of of racing is guys spending tremendous amounts of money on 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 hired guns, literally to come in with those kit guns on Sunday to change tires. I don't think it has a place at this level of racing. And uh, you know, in the last couple of years, the controlled pit stop format has sort of shown itself, and it's being refined a little bit. And and uh, we were forced to use it last year uh, with the rain delay at the snowball. But uh, uh, this year, we felt like the fans deserved. I mean, first off, hands down, the fans like live pit stops. And uh, you know, the first 48 snowballs were run that way. So we wanted to give them the the 50th uh, under that same format. And then after this year, we'll reevaluate that and and uh, and see if there's a way that we can do it where it's a little less expensive for the teams. And and ultimately, at the end of the day, we want to race one on the track not on pit road. Well, I've got to see, you know, both uh, live pit stops and, and, the, and the controlled pit stops. And uh, I, I think sometimes people get a little confused by the control situation. And, you know, you're in the pit for two or three laps getting worked on and you don't go down a lap. But uh, I, I I think the, uh, the live pit stop, that's just part of the, the, the history and part of the uniqueness of the snowball derby and, part of the pressure and stress that go into the racing uh, end of it. You know, I had a competitor, Mark, tell me last year, he says, uh, why don't you let us do live pit stops? And I'm like, and, 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 and this guy was a, a familiar name. I'll go ahead and tell you who it was, Joey Clanton, the former ASA national champion back in the day. And I said, Joey, I said, that's music to my ears. That's what we would like to do and our fans would like to do it. But most of the teams don't want to go to that. And he made a really good point. He said, Tim, he said, the reason guys have to hire pit crews at the snowball is because you don't you you and these other racing series don't allow them any chances for their pit crew to practice during the year. And and that's kind of stuck in my mind. And I mean, you know, we'd we'd love nothing better than bring live pit stops back, but have the guys that are working in the shops on those cars during the week actually, you know, do the work on pit road. It involves the team, it makes it makes for, for great camaraderie among team members and stuff. But uh when uh, you know uh, when you when you hire a a, a a a bona fide athlete to come in and change tires only for a short track event, it just it just racks the cost up out of sight. Oh, uh, I'm sure that's uh, one of your uh, you know your 
you think about that quite a bit, and, and uh, it puts you on the line of what you do about it. I'm sure uh, you guys have always done the right and made the right decisions, and uh, we have to trust in you to continue on doing that, Tim. And uh, it just makes for uh, a really great uh, weekend. No sanctioning bodies, no points. Uh, it's, it's just racing, and uh, it's the one true time you can get away with you know, seeing that, and uh, we appreciate it, and thanks for bringing it to us. Well, I mean, I appreciate that, and and, and it's I think it's kind of what has made the snowball special uh, for so many years. In that there's there's nothing on the line except bragging rights and a and a and a and a, and a, and a fairly substantial purse uh, with what guys will spend these days to win a major super late model event. I don't know that the purse actually is justified anywhere, but uh, um, you know uh, uh, there's 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 nobody points racing here. They're all racing for a position and they're all racing to win. And you know what we really like about the snowball is you know the, the number of entries we have and i think right now we're sitting around 65 68 something like that in the super late model race uh, maybe those numbers were even higher some years back but the quality has never been what it is today i mean literally every guy that comes to the snowball is coming here with not a chance to make the race but a chance to win the race well, I have to admit, you know, I'm a fan. Uh, I've been a fan of super late mile racing for the majority of my adult life. And uh, even when I was a child, it, it, you, you become hooked. And uh, uh, the, the derby is the, the pinnacle. Uh, it doesn't get much better than that. And, uh, you know, Rowdy and I and, and Jeff were talking about it earlier in the show. Uh, my wife lets me go to quite a few races, Tim, but if I was only allowed one weekend a year, it would be the Derby. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, and uh, we appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Jeff. I think Jeff's got some questions for you, too. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Mark. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Thanks for being on the show tonight. It's my pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Can you kind of talk about – what your what's going to go happen for the whole weekend? Can you kind of talk about your schedule of events starting with maybe Wednesday, so the fans can uh, know what's going on? I'll be glad to. And uh, this year, uh, a little bit different in that we actually are having our first race event on Wednesday night, which has typically been our our green flag party, which uh, kind of signifies the the beginning, if you would, of, of Snowball Derby weekend. Uh, but this year, we'll be running our our pure stock division, one of our local divisions, and we'll be running that race. Uh, at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night, November 29th, and that's after the uh, the late model teams, both pro late model and super late model teams, have all been uh, had their haulers checked in and parked in the infield and gone through uh, technical inspections on Wednesday. No on-track activity for those guys. Pure stock race runs. Then we're going to have our green flag party, as we've had it in the past, a little different this year. It's going to be up in the fan zone uh, inside a big tent. We've got some special things planned for that. Thursday, uh, late model practice during the day. Outlaw Stocks, a new division for us. It's going to be extremely popular, it looks like. And our sportsman division will run, again, that's Thursday night. Excuse me, on Friday, uh, 6 p.m., uh, we call it the most uh, 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 <laughs> the the most dramatic qualifying session in motorsports, and that's self-proclaimed. I know there's a lot of events where qualifying is dramatic, but we'll be locking in the 30 fastest super late models at 6 p.m. Uh, pole position qualifying night. We'll follow that up with a 75-lap open-wheel modified event on Friday night. Then on Saturday, uh, we'll have uh, last-chance races. We'll have, excuse me, have qualifying for the Alan Turner Snowflake 100, which is our pro late model or crate racing class, if you would. Uh, that's that's scheduled to 
go on Saturday night, and we'll uh, we'll precede that with a 50-lap last chance race for that race, and also a 50-lap last chance race for the Snowball Derby. Uh, at the uh, conclusion of the 100-lap Pro Late Model race on Saturday night, we'll run our Pro Truck Division, and then on Saturday, uh, excuse me, on Sunday, uh, we've got some really special stuff planned for our pre-race festivities, which will kick off at noon, and then we'll drop the green flag on the 50th annual Snowball Derby uh, at 2 p.m. Um, now with, uh, now you got, with the entries this year, you kind of got some NASCAR guys coming in with, uh, Kyle Busch and, uh, Johnny Sauter. Uh, can you talk how much that means to the snowball derby to bring those guys in? Well, you know what? We, um, uh, after this past weekend, we, we, we realized that, uh, we could potentially have, uh, two, uh, NASCAR the 2017 champions uh, in the race. Uh, if Johnny Sauter could clinch uh, the Camp World Truck Series at Homestead, and then Kyle Busch could clinch the uh, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup uh, at Homestead as well, that would just be uh, really awesome. But uh, both those guys are scheduled to come, and uh, we're really looking forward to having them. And by the way, although he's not entered in this year's race, I'm going to make a call out to Daniel Hemrick, uh, who is a recent graduate of our ranks down here. Uh, he'll also be a, a, a championship contender at the uh, race at uh, Homestead this weekend. So uh, in answer to your question, Jeff, it's meant a lot. I mean, uh, ticket sales for this race typically are pretty good anyway. Most of the Snowball Derby fans are diehard short track people, and they know that you take uh, a guy like Ty Majeski, Ben Rowe, Bubba Pollard, uh, uh, Jacob Gomes, uh, you know, and, and the, you know, I'm trying to pick different uh, Garrett Evans. I'm picking the corner of each each corner in the country and bringing these guys in, and and ultimately it's just a great short track race. But to have uh, some 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 NASCAR flavor uh, always adds extra interest. And by the way, on this particular weekend, I think you could probably uh, even if they're even if they're champions, Kyle Busch and Johnny Sauter will be short track guys. Kyle loves to race these kind of cars, and uh, I think it's a real tribute to him that he continues to do it. You know, when when he really doesn't have to, I think it I think it, a, it adds a lot to our sport, and the same can be said for Johnny Sauter. Well, I heard uh, kind of weeks back that Richie Bickle was going to be running the uh, Snowball Derby, but I haven't seen his name on the list. Any word about him? Yeah, absolutely. Rich Bickle, uh, probably one of the most pleasant surprises we had this year. He's definitely entered. His uh, his name, if it's not on there today, it should be. Uh, uh, he, there there was a glitch in, in his entry blank actually getting processed, but he entered, uh, shoot, probably uh, uh, six weeks ago. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's vying to become uh, the first six-time winner of the Snowball Derby. You know, nobody's ever won this thing more than twice except for Rich Bickle, who's won it five times. And that's just pretty wow. phenomenal. All of those uh, in the in the in the 90s, uh, he won half the races in that decade. Now racing's changed a lot since then, so uh, I think Rich is in for a little surprise when he gets here. But I tell you what, I think he's going to come rocked and uh, locked and loaded, and uh, uh, wouldn't be surprised to, to see. he he just adapts to this track so well. He almost made it look easy back in those days. So we'll see what happens come December third. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Richie. We kind of we get to see Richie Bickle up here in the, in the north a lot, and we've seen him over the years. And he kind of retired and came out of retirement. And so once we heard he was coming back, me and Mark were like, we haven't seen his name. We haven't seen his name. So we've been waiting. So I'm glad he's coming back because uh, I know he's been a five time five won it like five times already, and supposedly he's made it pretty made it look pretty easy. And he's probably could have heard he came in second a couple other times too. 
Yeah, he's got a, a, a great track record here. His percentage is just uh, off the charts. But, uh, you know, again, uh, racing is a lot different now. But I'm going to tell you, uh, I've been kind of following Rich and, you know, uh, in, in races in the Wisconsin area. Uh, he's, he's got a really fast car, and he certainly hasn't lost anything behind the wheel. So, uh, you know, don't don't be surprised if he doesn't come down here and, and, and make it look like he used to make it look. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, I appreciate you taking your time out. Uh, I can't wait to get down there in a couple of weeks. Uh, like Mark said, it's it's one of the best races. It's, it, it's the best race of the whole season, and uh, we're looking forward to getting down there and uh, being part of it. And thanks for your time again tonight. Well, thanks again, guys, for having us on. And, uh, you know, we've ordered up some Chamber of Commerce Florida weather for you when you get here, and uh, uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. She, she misplaced our order last year, Mother Nature did, but uh, we think she's going to deliver this year. Well, Tim, you had some faithful, loyal fans because they set it out to the very end. Nobody left. Well, I tell you, that the, the thought of running a short track race, a high-profile short track race anywhere at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday is just unfathomable. But, uh, you know, that's what we had to do last year given the circumstances that we were dealt. So uh, most of the people stuck it out, and, and uh, you know, a few people went home and, and, and actually didn't get to see the race. But, uh, you know what, once every – 49 years, I guess uh, we, we can't say too much about that. So maybe we're in the clear for a while. That's what we're banking on anyway. Well, Tim, you want to talk a few minutes about your sponsors that help put this on with you? Well, I mean, you know what? Uh, it's uh, 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 it, it's just a, a tribute to the racing community uh, to support an event like this. Now, number one, I want to make a call out to the race fans, uh, some of which, as I just mentioned, left here last year, uh, not having gotten to see the race due to the, the, uh, the weather delay. Uh, but uh, ticket renewals have been, you know, uh, higher than and quicker than they've ever been uh, in anticipation of the of the 50th Snowball Derby. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're just we're just really tickled uh, about that. Uh, the, the Snowball Derby does not have a major sponsor, if you would. And and I'm gonna be honest with you guys, we um we we sort of like. You know, I can remember Dr. Joe Mattioli uh, when he was still at the helm at, at, at Pocono Raceway, and this was an article I read. Uh, he didn't want to commercialize his event. So, you know, one of his events was the Pocono 500, and one of them was the Pennsylvania 500. Now, I don't know if that still holds true up there, but we want the Snowball Derby to be just that, the Snowball Derby. Uh, you know, with the fan support that we've got, uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're able to, to, to pay a, a fairly substantial purse here for this event. And, uh, you know, we're not looking to commercialize this event too much. Our ticket prices have been the same for, for many years. Uh, this year we added in an extra day. So uh, all those folks that had four-day tickets now have a five-day ticket uh, for the same price and the same uh, for pit passes. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, um, that being said, there's so many people that support short track racing from the body manufacturers to the, to the engine builders, uh, the chassis companies, and, uh, all of those people contribute to events like ours and many other great short track races. And that's what makes it all work. Uh, it's, it's definitely a, a collaborative effort. It takes, it takes manufacturers and suppliers, uh, to support these events. It takes racers, uh, that support these events and, and it takes fans and, uh, you know, I'll make a call out to fellow track owners around the country that uh, make a lot of 
sacrifices as we do to be able to put on a, a good event and, and, and try to make it comfortable for the fans. So at the end of the day, we're just all in this together. And, 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 and by the way, not to be left out is our, is our media friends, uh, just like you guys. I mean, have helped spread the word about this race. We've gotten tremendous uh, amount of exposure uh, over the, over the past, uh, certainly the last uh, six, eight years. It's just, it's just, again, gone, gone off the charts. And of course our friends at speed 51 uh, of our, are, are playing a big role there, but uh, you know it's just everybody pitching in and 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 making these events tick. Sounds great, Tim. That's why it's a sounds great. Once again, guys, well, I thank you for taking taking the, or allowing us the time to kind of kind of tell our story. And certainly, we'd like to invite everybody to visit Pensacola. Uh, you know, the first weekend of December, our city has a lot of great things to offer here. Uh, you don't have to spend five days at the racetrack, but there's plenty of stuff going on go, going on here if you choose to. A beautiful well, you know, Sorry, Marty. No, go ahead. You- you know, Tim, I think one of the greatest pleasures of going to the Derby is you always wonder, you know, where where are the fans? Well, you find, you know, you find your buddies of fans evolved from all over the, the country at the Derby, and it's just a, a great feeling and, and an atmosphere that like no other. And uh, I'm looking forward to a couple of weeks getting there myself. Well, you know, we're a little antiquated at the way we do things. I mean, we still sell our tickets over the telephone, and I mean, you know, a lot of our a lot of our race fans have been coming for years, and they'll call and they call us by name, and we can call them by name. And and you know, I I know it's not the modern age, but that's just the way we prefer it now. Uh, you know, we've got some modernization going on here at the Speedway, so we're we're not totally under a rock. But when it comes to dealing with the race fans, we sure do enjoy doing it one on one. Well, it makes it that much more special. Tim, and, and uh, it's a dying breed, like you said, but uh, some of us still enjoy it, and, I, and I'm glad to uh, uh, that you guys do, too. Well, we're really looking forward. We're working hard getting uh, final preparations in place, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, to hosting as uh, many of you guys as we can uh, possibly see uh, here uh, in about two and a half weeks. Looking forward to it, Tim. Thank you, sir, for being part of it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Tim. All right. Always a great interview there, isn't it, guys? Well, it sounds like he's a busy guy, Rowdy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I can't even fancy the idea of putting on an event like the Snowball Derby. And they do it every year. And somehow it gets better and better, doesn't it, Jeff? Whoops, we lost uh, Jeff there. Okay. I think we have. I think we have. But I, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, what they have, you know, for us to experience here at this 50th annual uh, Snowball Derby, Rowdy. It's going to be special, and I'm uh, privileged to feel, you know, that we're a part of this event. That, yeah, Mark. It's like you said. I said earlier. You know, it rained. Everybody kind of went to their cars and sat all day and waited, and kind of broke, and then got out there and it showered again, and then it, they've worked on the track again, and. They did everything they possibly could, and 
to to get that race in last year, Rowdy. And I know you were amazed that nobody left. And, you know, we we were some of those people sitting out there, and we could see them coming out where we were parked. And uh, what? Mostly people coming in, and they kept coming in even though weather weather wasn't there. Well, and we had kind of the inside on uh, the jet dryer. Uh, jet dryer. Darlington from, Dan. Darlington Dan. So Darlington we, hadn't got, Dan. we hadn't got Darlington Dan on the show yet. We need to get Darlington Dan on the show. Hopefully, we won't need Darlington Dan this year. Uh but if I know Mr. Bryant, there's a possibility Darlington Dan will be there ready to help out if he needs to, Rowdy. I would imagine he's going to be there, Mark. And, you know, we had the inside scoop last year when we walked up and they were fueling up the last time. And he said he's going to make, what, one more lap around the bottom. And those guys were going to try to work on the high side of the track. And it was ready to go. Done started turning light gray, and we no more walked over to the tech centers, and the bottom just fell slap out of it, didn't it, Mark? It did, Rowdy. It did. It was, and and I think you know you know I split. Everybody knew at that point that the race wasn't going to happen that night. Um, it, so uh, we had to uh, we had to deal with. With what was handed us, and unfortunately, we didn't get to see the race last year. Well, we've seen a lot of good racing, though, Mark. I wasn't disappointed. I was disappointed, but I wasn't disappointed. We saw qualifying. We saw qualifying races, last chance races. We saw 100-lap prolate model race. We saw a little bit of the truck race. Uh, we saw a lot of lot of track time uh, in the short amount of time you were there, and uh, I, I I could tell you know I could see in your eyes, wow, this is something special. So uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm going to enjoy it even more this year. I uh, uh, I hope we can all uh, get together again. Looking forward to it. Mark, looking forward to it. Uh, Thanksgiving, be here before we know it. It's it's a week from Thursday, Rowdy. I can't believe it. Uh, wow, it's just come kind of so fast. And, of course, the week after Thanksgiving is the Derby. So, yeah, the Derby will be here before we know it. And uh, we'll, be, uh, uh, we'll be on our way down, southbound and down on 65. Yeah, can you believe Thanksgiving's jumped up here? The sea, this season's just about over, guys. It is, Rowdy. There's some good special events coming up. We've uh, there's some some racing going on in the Carolinas the Thanksgiving weekend. There's the Derby the following weekend. Uh, there's the Arca Banquet the week after that. Although it's not really racing, it is racing related. And the week after that is the uh, the dirt. Uh, show in uh, St. Louis in the Dome. So, And then the week after Christmas, Jeff and I will be in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana for the Rumble in Fort Wayne. 
midgets indoors running on a concrete surface covered with pulp syrup. <laughs> covered with Coke syrup. Well, that, that's you, the you grip. Know, you know the construction business, Rowdy. You build those big buildings like that, and that concrete is pretty smooth, and there isn't a lot of grip or traction to it. So they have to give some kind of grip or traction to that concrete, so they put on Coke syrup. And it works like a charm. And uh, we, we actually get to see some pretty decent racing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's the middle of winter, and we're watching racing indoors. It doesn't get much better than that for, for us. It's a late Christmas present, so to speak. Yeah, it's climate control. Yeah, well, it's uh, they they have to vent the building, so it can uh, chill up a little bit when they open the doors and let the fumes out. But uh, I kind of like the fumes myself. But you know what? The, the health department says it's not so good to you after a certain level. So I guess we have to go with them. <laughs> well, you think? Jeff, so get kind of coffee. Yeah, it does, Rowdy. It uh, it's, it burns your nose and your eyes sometimes when you're inside there. Well, they're burning alcohol too, Jeff, and that makes a difference. That alcohol always has a little more burn to it than the gasoline. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's got to be a big building. It, it's a good-sized building, but not as big as you would think. Uh, they have about a, probably a small fifth of a mile indoor track. Uh, they run a, a four or five different divisions. They run a bunch of go-karts. Uh, you probably see on, on that night 20 or so races for the evening, and it's about a two-hour drive from my house and about a three-and-a-half-hour drive for job. Yeah. It's windshield time. Windshield time. That's what's getting us, guys. We need. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the worst part of the whole deal. Well, I just get in the groove and go, Rowdy. It's like second nature now, Ralph. Jeff always says every time we get back, I don't know how you do it. But we, we, we keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it as long as we can. And uh, I know I wouldn't be doing it without him, and he wouldn't do it without me. So, uh, yeah, we pair up nicely, and then we make it work somehow to get to those tracks. Yeah. Well, y'all been busy this year, hadn't you? We have. What's the record year. Record year. Yeah, we're going to do our- we're going to do our craziest trip of the year this weekend, probably, Rowdy. Yeah, y'all headed to Hickory. One-day show. We're driving from Chicago to Hickory, North Carolina, and back. And we'll be back sometime early Sunday morning. So we're leaving Friday evening. We'll be back Sunday morning. Uh, get a little sleep in the car, and uh, we're going to push these old bodies as hard as we can this weekend. I'm on... Uh, post some of their stuff up too for the weekend. Yeah, it's the Pro All Star Series. It's a South and National event. Uh, our 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 good friend Alan Dietz uh, 
is is helping us out again this weekend, and uh, they have a nice round. Uh, they got a nice round, rounded out starting field. I think uh, they've got thirty plus entries, so it should be a pretty decent race, Rowdy. Yeah. It. How many? How many laps did you say that was, Mark? Three hundred. Fifteen thousand dollars to win plus lap money. Every lap you lead, you get twenty-five or fifty dollars a lap. Yeah. That make you want to lead some laps, won't it? Yeah, it kind of gives you that carrot in front of the horse type of thing. You know, dangle something in front of them, and they'll go for it. Well, God, getting back to snowball derby—that's going. But that's a heck of a line. We're going. to that's a that's an all star lineup there. Well, like like we said, there's a lot of our ARCA graduates and ARCA buddies in it. Uh Noah Griggs and uh Christian Eckes. Uh, uh, oh your your uh your your good buddy from, from Alabama's gonna be entered in it too, Grant Enfinger, Rowdy. Did Grant come on and get in there? Grant's got his name on the the entry list, so usually when Grant's name's on the list, he shows up ready to to uh, to go. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll make it more interesting uh, driver to add to the list of possibilities there. <laughs> Day. All they need is some beautiful weather, and that's going to be one heck of an event. Just dry, Rowdy, as long as it's dry. If, if anything else, it's just icing on the cake at that point. For us northerners, if it's in the 50s, that's warm for us that time of year, just as long as it's dry. Of course, we appreciate the 70s and the 80s, too. Not to say we don't. Well, uh, Christian Ekins is going to call in in 10 minutes, so we're waiting on Christian. I'm going to bring Todd and... Don in here. Hey, Todd, Don. Hey, gentlemen. Good day, Todd. Well, Todd, I guess it's, is it, did you get that big cold wave that's headed our way yet? Uh, No, this coming weekend, supposedly we're supposed to get dumped on with snow. It's going to hit Mark next and Jeff and then roll on down to Don and then to me. And I'm all downhill. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's your fault. Y'all can always move south. (laughs) Well, this this weekend, uh, you know, when you guys are watching the race and that, think about me. Uh, I'll be sitting in the woods for opening day. Oh, okay. Some tender, looking for some tenderloin. You know it. <laughs> well, hey Todd, who's you pick for? Who's you pick for next week? I have to go with Martin Truex. It's his kind of track. He he's done wonderful, and he is just itching just for that 
so it'll be their really first big victory for Front Row. Yeah, it'll be a good one. They got a lot of emotional. It'll be a big victory mentally for that team. Don, who you going be, with? It'll be between Truex or Harvick, I believe. Jeff? I agree with Don. I think it's going to be Harvick or Truex. Uh, I'd like to see Truex win it, but I'm leaning more towards Harvick. Mark? Wow, put me on the spot, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? You never play with your heart. They say you never bet with your heart. So I, I, I may have to agree. Uh, it's between Harvick and, and Truex Jr. And uh, give it that to Truex Jr. Uh, I think it's just his time. It's his year. Well, guys, I think we're going to see probably one of the best races we've seen in in that chase format. I I'm just going to have to go with 78 because he's been hot on those those style tracks, and that kind of that track matches it. Toyota's been fast this year, guys. Toyota's spending money to win, and they're winning. Yeah, they're rowdy, but uh, uh, the other manufacturers, and I guess Ford in particular, are, are making a charge back. Uh, Kevin Hargett. Harvick proved that two weeks ago. Uh, we'll see. Uh, although this is a mile and a half track, it's a unique mile and a half. Is that a tri-oval? Is that a bi-oval? It's a true oval. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not always the easiest to get the, the handle on it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll watch practice and everything on Friday quite closely and make sure that uh, uh, we have uh, we'll have a nice close race, I think, and I think with a lot of excitement. Well, one thing's for sure, we don't have no slackers in that last Final Four there. They're all good drivers. They are, and all, and all four of them are capable of winning. Uh, some are just a little more capable than others, and if you're in that Final Four, anything can happen, Rowdy. Yeah. Is this, is this the first time? Hadn't been in the um, championship. That's what I've heard. I believe so. I, I didn't know. I thought kind of figured it probably was. That's a sad. That's a sad thought. Yeah. You, you can't count. You can't count that forward out that Miller Lite forward either now, then you? Oh no, no, he'll 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 be stout. I think Truex will have figured out. Fred just well, sitting back there silent. Come on, Todd. Huh? Hey. Hey, listen, I, guys. I, I think I'm gonna. I believe I got uh, our next guest. Calling in. Let me bring him on, guys. All right, everyone. I'd like to welcome driver for Venturini Motorsports and the number 15 Toyota, Christian Ekins. Welcome, Christian. Thanks for having me, man. Christian, it's good to... I'm going to use Jeff's term. It was good to kind of hang out a little bit 
last week in a pressure without the pressure situation. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun to go out there and test Talladega and uh, you get to know my new team a little bit better. And just as a whole, it was a really successful weekend as far as learning the car, learning the team. Um, just uh, as a whole, it was a really good weekend to just be there and hang out. Well, Christian, kind of tell us what it felt like to lead that pack down through uh, Talladega through the front stretch. It's pretty cool. You know, I've never really uh, noticed the air as much as I did there. You know, I've tested at Kentucky and Pocono, but, um, you know, just to feel the air, like when somebody's pushing you or when you're behind somebody, when it pushes and pulls you, it's it's uh, it's definitely a cool experience. And, you know, to lead lead the pack, through, even though it's just a test um, at a, such a – historic racetrack was just uh really cool for me i enjoyed it i I just got to uh hang out thursday or tuesday rather and uh, didn't get to make it back wednesday but uh pretty impressive uh the cars look good how'd your car handle yeah it handled pretty good um you know the mdm cars had a little bit more speed than ours did but i'm sure that uh my team led by kevin reed uh, we'll be able to fix the fix the issues, and we'll become back as strong as uh, strong as ever. Man, and, and you got Kevin Reed this year. That's uh, yeah. That's your first time to be with Kevin, isn't it? Yep. Yes, sir. Hey, Mark, you're live here with Christian Ekins. Hi, Christian. Welcome to the show. Glad you could be spend a little time with us this evening on a cold. Uh, Cold night here in the Chicago area. Uh, I don't know what it yeah. sounds like. It's Charlotte, but uh, yeah, we're we're trying to stay warm, and we're thinking about racing. Best way, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's about uh, let's see, fifty-two degrees here, so not too bad. Well, it's in the thirties here, so it's a little cooler. But uh, yeah, <laughs> besides the weather, uh, how are you feeling about in a couple of weeks? Uh, going back to the uh, defending champion, uh, any anything you're really concerned about or, or looking forward to uh, in, in uh, going back to the Derby? Yeah, well, I mean we're just really looking forward to it. You know, um, you know we built a brand new race car. We we're trying some new experimental things that we think are going to work, and um, you know a test session later this week will determine if that's going to work or not. But we're really looking forward to it, man. Um, you know, it's really cool to be able to go back as a defending winner to a race, let alone the biggest super late model race in the country. So, um, you know, it really, it means a lot to me and my team to be able to go there and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll just have a shot at it like we did last year and, uh, go from there. Well, you, you've had a pretty, uh, pretty decent year this year, an exciting year. And, uh, uh, do you have a, a, a favorite type of race car you enjoy? Do you, I, I have a feeling you enjoy the Super Late Miles, but they're so much different than an ARCA car, are they not? You know, to be honest with you, the, the ARCA cars were honestly the most fun for me this year. Um, you know, when it has pit stops and radial tires and stuff like that, it really creates a good atmosphere for a race. And, you know, it just makes it a really fun to be able to go out there and compete with you know, the best of the best. And, um, you know, it's really hard to win races and that's really a challenge for us. And, um, you know, we came close a couple of times this year. Unfortunately, we didn't get a win. You know, we actually we lost it by a couple of inches at Elko and, 
also by a couple car lengths at Winchester. But, you know, we had really good runs. I think we had three top three runs for the year. So I was really uh, happy with that, and I'm sure that we'll be able to come back this year and maybe even run it even better. Well, you have your second year coming up, and uh, you'll be able to do the full season this year, correct? No, I'm I'm actually I'm unable to do the full season. I think I'm running 15. The other five I'm unable to run, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Well, that must be the age difference then. Yeah, yeah. I just turned 17 this past week, so I'm able to run the two Poconos now. So that uh, should be a lot of fun. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you uh, run this year. We're looking forward to seeing you well, Derby in a couple of weeks because we're going to be there covering it. So we're going to check up on you and say hello and uh, see if we get good information for next year out of you in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, sure thing. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. And, Christian, I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, and I think Jeff's got a couple of questions for you, too. Thanks, Christian. No problem. Thank you. Hey, Christian, how you doing? Thanks for being on the show tonight. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, during the test last week, any uh, did you, is there anything uh, you really, really, really learned from the test last week that you didn't know before? Yeah, we uh, we learned a lot about the car. You know, we made some significant improvements. Um, you know, unfortunately, just not enough. But we uh, we went back to the shop and found a few things that were wrong, and um, you know, we'll be able to be able to fix those changes and go for there and have really good race cars at Daytona um, for whoever's driving the 15 car. So, uh, you know, it was really, really fun to be able to go out there and help those guys out and get to know my team and everything. So, you know, we definitely learned a lot and it was uh, definitely a useful test. Now driving a super late model in the Arca car, does anything kind of transfer, transfer from back and over to one to the other that can help you help you with Yes and no. Um, you know, they're such a different race car that, um, you know, in that aspect, it it doesn't really help, but it does at the same aspect because, you know, it's seat time. And, um, you know, I've always been led to begin, believe that uh, seat time really helps with everything. And, you know, to be able to get as much seat time as I have in the past couple of years has really helped progress my future. And, um, you know, they're both a lot of fun. I know that much. You know, anything. I, I mean, I'll drive a four-cylinder. It'll It'll be fun for me, so. Um, you know, it's just just that kind of deal where, you know, it's just a blast for me. Now, when you're not racing, do you do any kind of simulator work to help you, you know, over the winter time to keep uh, keep your keep sharp for the ready for next year? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I'm a avid racer on iRacing, um, so you know that usually helps a lot for me. Um, you know, of course. There's other simulations that I can do, and, um, you know, with working out and everything, it keeps me in top shape during the off season. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that racers can do now um, that really just helps progress us as a as a whole. So, um, you know, it's really it's uh, it's really cool to be able to have those resources to help you over the off season. Now, you're only going to be running 15 to 20 races. Uh, the other five races is it because your age? Yes, yeah. Like I'm running all the races that I'm able to run. Now, is Daytona like an older age? Then you have to be 18 or something? Yeah, you got to be 18 for um, Talladega, Daytona, Michigan, Kansas, and Chicago, I think it is. Oh, really? I didn't know that. 
Yeah. Um, couple, uh, getting back to the North-South shootout, uh, you, your car took a pretty good hit down there. Um, look, it looked worse, and it looked, it looked like it had more damage than the, 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 the hit really looked like. That uh, Did you have to build a new car for the Snowball Derby because of that? Um, well, yes and no. Um, we were already planning on building a new car, um, but, you know, it definitely expedited the process. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's still sitting in the shop wreck, and we haven't really gotten around to it just trying to work on our Snowball car. Um, but yeah, unfortunately it's just, it's just a rough racing deal there. You know, I didn't think he meant to get into me and, you know, it ended up sending me into the wall, which, you know, people make mistakes, but at the same time it sucked because I wasn't able to go to the governor's cup, but it's just part of racing. So, um, at the same aspect. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, it was, it, we had a, we had a pretty decent car there. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, we were there and I, I, when you, when I brought that into the pits, I couldn't believe how far that that uh, that front wheel was a uh, tire was pushed back yeah. up underneath there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it hurt definitely. So I knew it was pretty hard. All right, Christian. Uh, anything to look forward to the snowball derby? The anything you might need to do? How do you how do you feel your chances this year? Yeah, I feel like our chances are about the same. Um, last year they are this year you know it's just such a hard race to win everything has to go your way and if you have one mess up you know luckily we were able to recover from our mess up last year we ended up actually wrecking halfway through the race and we were able to come still come back and win so um you know it's, it requires a little bit of luck and a really good race car to to win that race and um you know hopefully we'll be able to do the same as we did last year and come home and repeat and uh, the competition is going to be really tough this year too. You're going to have some uh, some of your NASCAR champions, supposedly, Johnny Sauter, and you got uh, Kyle Busch in there. Uh, you have Rich Bickle coming down, a five-time winner there. So yeah, it's more than just luck. It's going to take some skill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, every year it takes a lot of skill because there's the best of the best there. But you know, this year you're definitely going to have to bring your A game with all with some Cup champions and some truck champions so it's uh it really means a lot that people are actually going there it just shows how big of a race it really is and um you know i'm just really really looking forward to be able to compete with those guys all right uh christian uh thanks for taking time out tonight and uh looking forward to see you down in uh, pensacola in about a little over two weeks now and uh good luck yep. and i'm gonna turn you back over to thank Robbie. you man i appreciate it thank you jeff uh you know Christian, to get good, you gotta you gotta run with the good, and that's uh, that's a heck of a lineup you're gonna be battling with it in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and it's good to see you come back with Vendorini this year. That's a good organization to be associated with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm really really honored to be with such a great team. You know, Billy and. Bill and Kathy are just great people to race for. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to race with them again in 2019. You know, I love the Venerini so much. It's just a, a lot of fun to be able to race with them. Uh, you want to talk a few minutes about your sponsors, Christian makes it possible for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to thank Toyota racing. Um, you know, all my teams, Fury race cars, Venerini motorsports, um, 
just my friends, family, you know, New York, New York bus sales, quality bus sales, just everybody that helps us out. It really means a lot for everybody to, you know, help in this process and, you know, just all the, all the people that helped build our new derby car, you know, stock car steel, uh, five-star bodies, PFC brakes, you know, just everybody that helped chip in. And, um, you know, it means a lot to be able to build a new car for what we did. And, um, yeah, I mean, it just means a lot to have so many, so many people behind me. Well, Christian, I believe this is like the fourth or fifth time this year, and it's always great to have you uh, with a derby coming up, up this real soon. And, and back to the test, and I knew this would be a good time to have you on again. And thanks a lot for coming back to the show. Thank you, man. Let me know if you ever need me. I'm always glad to come on with you guys. Hey, you sounding good, Christian. Sounds great. You're doing great. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Thanks, Christian. All right, man. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, Christian. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right, guys. We got that one down. Hey, uh, Christian sounds a lot different than he did. I think the first time we had him on was uh, in April before, I believe it was before I had it wrote down. Right here. Let's see. He was in March the 13th show. Well, you know what? At that age, you change voices. And uh, he had a little more experience, and he sounded a little more confident, didn't he? He sure did. He sure did, guys. Well, it's nice that we get to meet these guys so young and watch them go up through the ranks, Rowdy. Uh, it's going to make good for split shows and years to come when we're able to tap into that source of uh, information that we'd like people to do. I'm going to tell you, fellas, y'all say it. We're with a, a group of great racers that's coming. And we're getting to see them in racing in a lot of different uh, division, so to speak, Rowdy. You know, we were, you know, asking Christian a little bit tonight about the difference between an ARCA car and the Super Late model and which one he enjoys more, which one he enjoys less, and up and up. But like he said, just racing is a great, you know, wheel time. You can't beat it. You got to, uh, wheel time is uh, what makes you better. And uh, like you said, Rowdy, when you're going against the best, that makes you better. Yeah. Well, guys, with uh, testing at Daytona coming up, let's see, what is it? I think it's the 14th of January is the next session. Wow. I, I thought, yeah, wow, Rowdy, yeah. we December's kind of full with the bank, but and they have to have a little off time. And uh, January will be here before we know it, and they'll be tested. Well, there's not going to be no off time, guys, because everybody's spending so much time trying to get the new cars ready. Well, speaking of the new cars, Rowdy, we heard that there are new, some new regulations for the seats that are being allowed to be used in the cars next season. And uh, we have Randy LeJoy on next week doing that. We sure do. Uh, Randy's going to be our first guest at 710 
Eastern Time, 610 Central. And he's going to uh, talk a little bit of what's going on with the, he called it the stiffening of the seat. Well, if anybody knows about that, it would be Mr. LaJoy. Uh, he's been building cars, racing cars for quite a few years. Uh, the class of the, the field, Rowdy, and everybody imitates him. So uh, we met Mr. Le, we met Randy last uh, week at Charlotte, got to visit with him a little bit. Looking forward to having him on the show with us. Yeah, he had a he had a did he have a booth there, a display? He had a hospitality tent set up, Rowdy, uh, for uh, all the different clients and sponsors and tracks and all media. Uh, he had food and drink and seating. Some of the best viewing of the racing was uh, where we were, uh, we were able to watch right next to his uh, tent. And, uh, yeah, it was just it's a nice uh, casual atmosphere. Everybody's relaxed. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was it was a real pleasure meeting him. Well, I'm looking forward to next Monday night. As are we, Rowdy. As are we. Uh, could it be interesting to you know that they have a uh, a new regulations coming up in the seating, and uh, he happens to know about it. We're going to have him on the show to talk about it. It's uh, Kind of what we wanted to do in the off season again, anyway. So it fits right in. That's right. Well, we got till now to what is it? Race weekend, uh, February the tenth and eleventh. I think the race is on the eleventh, isn't it? I'm not sure. I believe well, that I predict. The credential opens office opens on the tenth. So it's probably the twelfth. Yeah, so that'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Correct. What time is the buffet open? <laughs> I think it starts. Thursday, Mark. Yeah, Jeff. I, I, yeah, I hope I get to make it, guys. I don't know if I'm going to make it to of this year or not. We're going to see. I know you guys are sitting on it, but you can't take up my fair share of this. Well, be I, there. I'm, I'm planning on it. So, y'all headed oh. to Shuffling on the Hickory this weekend, so... Jeff and I are going to take crazy trips a year, and this will be our crazy trip. (laughs) First time, anybody? Mark, Jeff, you been there? No, No, I've never been to Hickory. That'll be a new track for me and Mark. Okay. No, Mark, you too? Me too. I have not been there, Rowdy. I'm looking forward to it. Race tracks in the U.S. and we're going to get a chance to go. <laughs> you <laughs> rowdyized. We've been rowdyized, that's for sure. We're taking we're taking advantage. We're rowdyizing the the whole crowd of the Hickory. 
<laughs> a lot of history there, in there, guys? There it sure is, Roddy. It's too bad Xfinity doesn't run there anymore. Those were always some of the best races. Myrtle Beach, Hickory, those tracks. Uh, it's a shame they had to go off the schedule. I tell you guys, this short track racing is kind of where people want to see it. I, I prefer know, it. I, I, I do too. Be it, you know, and I prefer asphalt over dirt, but that doesn't stop me from going to dirt races either. Uh, I think that's unique about us is, you know, if it's racing, we like to go and see it race. Uh, it doesn't have to be asphalt or dirt necessarily. As long as, you know, together, we're there. And uh, uh, we've seen some pretty good dirt races this year. We've seen some pretty good asphalt races this year. Uh, we're looking forward to the, to, you know, the next couple of uh, races we get to and, uh, you know what? It's been a great year, Rowdy. It's been a really great year. It has. It really has. Well, guys, we got our picks. I guess Monday night we compare and see who won them. Well, we there wasn't too much argument on picks this week, Rowdy, uh, between the four of us, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be able to. Rub, rub each other in next little bit next week. We'll see what happens. Todd, you got anything you want to talk about before we get going here, man? No, just a uh, great show, guys, and uh, it's always an honor to come on and listen. Well, tell us how it went in the deer stand next week. Yeah, it's this Saturday. We're leaving Friday night. I had to go out and buy a brand new shotgun. Got that sighted in. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, Todd. How about you there, Don? I don't have a whole lot going on this week, I don't guess. (laughs) Kind of quiet. You went and checked on Wayne lately? (laughs) What? Wade's in New Jersey. I ain't driving to New Jersey. <laughs> you can go out there and help Brad. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Brad's probably sleeping all day. Hey, you got something? I'm going to start moving. Yeah. How about you there, Jeff? Oh, just uh, like Mark said, we're heading down south to Hickory for the Mason-Dixon Mega mega Meltdown. Uh, the North and the South are coming together to uh, crown a champion this week in the past series. So, um, uh, like Mark said, it's going to be a, a quick trip down. Um, looking forward to it. We're going to kind of report on it next year, next week, and hopefully we'll have the winner of the race. Sounds like a plan there. How about you there, Mark? Well, Rowdy, uh, yeah, we're I'm looking forward to our, our nut, nutty, nut trip. Uh, it, it's a little crazy to do this one, but uh, if somehow it works out for us and we get a chance to cover another race, why not? Um, I just want to go on the race. Do we have to go hit? We put a hickory dart. It doesn't get 
So we're going to enjoy our time, get the best we can, and uh, we'll talk about it next week and then uh, Monday night and uh, reviewing, uh, going over what happened at uh, Snowball practices yesterday at uh, Five Flags. So there'll be some interesting news coming out of it too, Rowdy. Sounds like a plan, Mark. Hey, listen, y'all guys be safe headed to Hickory. We will. We will. All right, everybody. Hey, it's end of the Rowdy Maglight Show. Let that light shine this weekend. We'll talk Monday. Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com.